everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Bright with Elise podcast. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Derica to the podcast. I've been thinking about her being on the podcast for forever, and it's finally happening. And we're talking about a lot. We're talking about singleness. We're talking about dating. We're talking about why it's a funky topic, how to engage with people well, intimacy on all levels. It's just one that you won't want to miss. So we're making this a two-part. This is the first part of a two-part, and can't wait for you to hear it. Derica, welcome to the Bright with Elise podcast. Gosh, this is so <laughs> fun. I'm so excited. Thank I you am, for having me. I am so pumped you're here. Um, we recently, I guess not re- super recently, but just realized we have so many random connections, like on both sides of the country, literally, yeah. east and west, through a couple of different avenues. Um. But it's just cool to like connect with you and get to know you. We don't know each other super well. So you guys are no. getting like real life, getting to know this each is other. This our first friendship this thing. Is first, <laughs> this is our first coffee date, except I'm drinking Basically, like weird juice stuff. I but have a gallon of water. <laughs> you go, girl. Mm, we'll see if I finish it. <laughs> we'll see. You will finish it. You will. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you are in L.A., Yes, right? I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how about you just share just kind of like who you are, where you're at in life, what's going on with Derica? Yeah. Well, again, thank you for having me. This feels like it's been in the making for a while. Yep. And I have admired this little little bright spot on the interwebs. Um, but yeah, so Derica, originally from... Burlington slash Winston-Salem. I feel like I spent as much time in both places, North Mm. Carolina. And yeah, I live in Los Angeles now. Uh, Next month will be three years since I moved. Wow. Yeah, which is weird. And like I'm in this very reflective stage right now. Mm. And so I'm in my feels, um, (laughs) which is fine. I'm just like, you know, reminiscing. I mean, like, whoa, the Lord has been... Mm-hmm. Real faithful through a lot. Um, but yeah, I live and work in Los Angeles, California. I work in the movie and TV entertainment business. Yeah, you do. Which is wild, <laughs> to say the least. Mm-hmm. I actually just wrapped on a project like a week ago and gearing up for another one. So, yeah. Man, that's so cool. So, when you moved to LA, was that the intention? No, the intention. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of people, it is. You know, they're like, my dream, I'm going to go to LA and I'm like going to get into the. Yeah, yeah, no. My intention was the Lord said to go and mm. I had no clue where. And then I ended up in LA. And oh my gosh. I just was like, this is what I'm doing. Moved without a job and housing and had whatever weird stuff happened on the way. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I got here and I was like, I feel like I'm just called to share the Lord in Hollywood. And I didn't know what that meant. At the time, it meant doing that at the Hollywood Chick-fil-A in the very center of Hollywood Mm -hmm. and figuring whatever that was supposed to look like. And then it morphed into now I work in film and TV and, and sharing 
Jesus in a very different way with celebs or mm. with just people in the industry. I like honestly, celebs, sure, fun, but it's more about the yeah. people behind the scenes and everyday life. So mm. yeah. That's where we are. That's so cool. And um <clears throat> I think it would just be cool for you to share like what that's like. Um yeah. I mean, I we know that like there's there's no difference between like sacred, secular. It's just like you just engage with the world in a way that's that yeah. shares Jesus. So, but but there is like this specific thing with Hollywood where it's like very different, like typically different worldview than like what we would adopt or say we adopt. So, how about you just share like what is what's that been like for you to kind of carry this mantle into Hollywood? <laughs> Yeah, I probably messed up in in telling people why I came to L.A. Because once you say it out loud, like now people expect that's what you're always going to do and talk Mm -hmm. about and be about. Um, And yeah, it's been a whirlwind. I think when I first got here, I was still very much like, yes, like Jesus, (laughs) all of that. Yeah. Uh, Mind you, I moved six months before a pandemic. So it was easy. It was like I was going to church. I was Mm -hmm. finding community. I was still very in tune to all my friends and mentors from back home. Um, And then pandemic happened and churches online were a thing, which was great. Um, And then I started like working on a few sets and that was fun. I like wore you know, the, the shirts and whatever else that had something in reference to yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Just going in hot. Yeah, yeah, like freaking naive little Christian from the South coming to the West Coast. Um, I mean, that's we'll, funny. We'll talk about that more, but um, yeah, like, and it was a conversation starter. It was, I mean, I work in an industry where I would say 98% of the people are probably not following anything or like they're spiritual a lot of people are spiritual um which is you know I'm learning about spirituality in very different ways and Mm. so first year was really hard for just what that was supposed to look like in community and then yeah now as I've gotten more and more on sets like I would still say like that is my goal that is my thing it is harder to meet people where they are yeah. Um, and show up when you're tired, when you're stressed, when like you're just doing different projects, mm. um, the projects that you might sign on to, like what people are doing in those projects. And you're just like, oh, man, but I said I was a person about Jesus, but I don't know if this is about Jesus. Yeah. Um, and then like your language changes, your you know, demeanor, all those things. Change. Yeah. Um, like I remember I... <laughs> I think it was like a few weeks ago. I like forgot something and literally like dropped an F bomb. And yep. someone was like, Oh, she's on the dark side now. And I was like, Oh, no. <laughs> Dang which it. honestly, I do drop the F bomb occasionally, but you know, here we are. You know, it's like, I'm not trying to talk like that every day. But yes. Like, you know, but that that's the thing. Like when you yeah. decide to be under the banner and you say Mm. that it's your purpose and your goal of why Mm. you are here people watch you more and so the platform talk about this numerous times with people the platform is hard to stay on um but yeah that's interesting that's kind of a cool mm -hmm. image of like okay you've like communicated this is my platform Mm -hmm. i'm staking my flag Mm -hmm. and then it's like you're tired and you just forget something and you drop a, a couple bombs. 
which is like in not ill intended, most likely of like, wow, I'm stepping off the platform, but maybe comes across that way. Um, Yeah. And when that person said it, like they laughed and people were like, yeah, like she's one of us. And, and I know it was more of like, okay, she's not this perfect, whatever. Mm. But to me, it was like, that is an opportunity that did I just mess up an opportunity Mm. to like win someone over to like just be accepting of a conversation about the Lord? Did I, Mm. did I just mess up an opportunity to like go deeper with someone? You know Mm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, like it has really stuck with me and I have time off right now, but I'm like taking beats and pauses before I speak, before I like even, Mm. I don't know, just think or react because I'm like, it can't be that deep, but it also like, if I'm here for a certain purpose, I got to make sure that I don't lose sight of that. And Mm -hmm. part of that is like, I mean, pandemic has changed so much about what it looks like to be a part of the church Mm. as a, as a person, as a believer, as like an entity, whatever. So Mm -hmm. it's been a, it's been a weird 18 months to two years of this. Yeah. It's also um, just even thinking about this like little blip of an experience for you mm-hmm. maybe was like more of something for you rather than for them. Like almost like a reset of yeah. like, hold on, you know, because it sounds like it impacted you and caused you oh, to yeah. pause, it rethink. impacted like, me more than yeah. them. Yeah. Like if anything, it's probably for them to be like, Oh, okay. okay. She's not perfect. (laughs) She's not perfect. She is one of us. Like we can like, she's approachable, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But then for me, I'm just like, uh, but I don't want to be approachable because my language changed or because of like habits change. Mm -hmm. That's good. So So what are some, like when you think about how you want to show up in Hollywood um, based on a belief system that we share? Hello. Hello. Um, (laughs) How do you, how are you thinking right now and kind of processing like that you want to protect that going forward? Yeah, I think I do want to be wise about my words and Mm. my interactions Um, and not, I want to be a person that responds and not reacts. I Mm. I think I'm in an industry where it's very easy to react because we're just like, go, 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 go. Like this has got to get made need more money. I need whatever, like you just need to do it. Um, but I want to be a person that like is kind. I want to be a person Mm. that acknowledges people. When I first started out in this industry, um, I would always make it a point. A lot of people would be like, blah, 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 blah. Like they just started in conversation like that and they would say whatever they needed to say. And I would say, Hi, Elise. Good morning. How are you today? Like, I literally would pause pause it and slow down the conversation. Um, And so I still do that, even like phone calls, whatever. And Mm. it's funny, some of the people that I used to do that, they now are like, hey, how are you? And then they're like, go ham. But it's like, it's just funny. Yeah. Um, So I want to be a person that like continues to pause. That's cool. And realize, you know what I mean? Mm. That's cool too, because like our generation, and I read a lot of John Mark Comer stuff, which is all mm-hmm. like slow down. Yeah. Um, but it's just so it's so fast. It's like you just order something online and it's fast. You like fast. Google it's something, instant. you have information fast. You yep. text someone, they respond fast. Like 
there's just, we flip through Instagrams fast, you know? And it's like, I think there's such a discipline and like wisdom. There is. It's also in scripture of like, slow the heck down. Like just- Slow down. Just calm down. And I'm a fast person. So honestly, a lot of my um, barriers with God Mm -hmm. come from me being too fast. Like right now I'm kind of in a season of resetting too. Like, okay, I'm on my phone too much. Why am I Marco pulling literally all the time? Like, Delete yeah. the app. <laughs> I just did. So if you tried to mark bowl me, I'm so sorry. I deleted it. I didn't because um, I don't really use okay, it. Okay, good. Uh, like call me. Face yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like always filling time and just realizing, man, I got to slow down. So yeah, it's kind it, of a cool one to think about like a reset. Like a reset of like, mm-hmm. okay, like when I'm fast, when I'm busy, when whatever, I miss, I make mistakes. I don't acknowledge, you know what I mean? So like Mm. in this journey of how I want to show up, I want to be a person that like takes a moment. Now I'm not telling you to be like slow as molasses. Like, no, I still (laughs) expect to be in a conversation with you and like be efficient. I want to be efficient, but I don't want to miss the intimacy part. And Mm. I think like, because I think this is what we're going to talk about today. I want to show up well in relationships that Mm -hmm. are uh, intimate, but also just like, friendly mm. or casual as well so that's good yeah I I like that word intimacy um mm-hmm. because it translates to a lot of different types of relationships yeah. um how do you foster intimacy in your relationships this could be like dating or friendships yeah. or yeah yeah I I too love that word because I think it has been reserved for the dating world yeah or like a partner um but intimacy to me is on so many levels like I want to be there if we're talking about something like I have a friend who um is trying to get a movie who is going to I'm speaking it now who's going to get come a movie, on now Greenland, heck yeah and made this year um <sighs> And she and I talk about it all the time, but it's like numbers and all these things. And like, I literally sit in conversation with her and I'm just like, blah, 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 because I love numbers. And so Mm -hmm. let me explain this, whatever. And like, I want to hear her thoughts about that and doubts or whatever. And like this intellectual exchange Mm. is one of the more like intimate ways to connect with me than like touch, physical touch. Okay, cool. But you know, like, (laughs) yeah. All those things are like just being with someone, just sitting yeah. and listening. I have a friend that I walk with all the time. We're going mm. on a walk tomorrow. Like, mm. you know, it's just like intimacy, just being in a space and reserving a space for them, but also you That's taking good. up space and it is a safe place yeah. for you to be whoever you want, you know? Yeah. Man, there's a um, quote, I don't even know who it's by, but it says like, to be fully known and to be fully loved is like mm-hmm. the best. I'm butchering all that, but this idea, <laughs> I've like kind of adopted this idea of like, I want to be someone who A, is fully known and fully loved, mm-hmm. which yeah. just think about that, like fully known and fully loved. Like the only, only person who could ever perfectly do that is Christ with us, which he does. Boom. Exactly. What's up? But in pursuit of that with my friends as well. And I think that's like, I like that concept of creating space where you show up that way Mm -hmm. and you like gift that to the people that you're in 
relationship with is like very powerful. Yeah. I was you know, really good for a known. long time to, to know people and fully love them well, but I was not fully known. I would say I was fully loved by them. Like I had mm. people that really loved me, but I had a barrier to like wanting to also be known. And mm. that like, that wasn't whole intimacy. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. people put intimacy with relationships, like partners and mm. sexual because it's like I am freely in this space and mm-hmm. I'm fully in this space and there is an exchange of me and you that like mm. in this moment it's just us and people don't get that back right mm. so then I like had to take it out of that context and was like how do I freely do that with the mm. people around me that are trying to do that that are really wanting to do that and if I'm like okay these are people that also love the Lord mm. Or these are people that might not love the Lord, but there are qualities about him present in yes. them. Like, how do I still, like, be intimate and share that with them? Mm. Yeah. How have you done that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, it took a lot of work, and therapy is great for people. Yeah. <laughs> Friendships are great for people. Um but I just, instead of asking so many questions, because I'm good at the <clears throat> questions. I'm yeah. sure you are. Like, there's yeah. a lot of people good at, when you when you have grown up in the evangelical world, yeah. you're really good at like, oh, let me pursue this person. Tell, yeah. me, tell me about yourself. Tell me about tell this. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, 10% deeper. Like, you know, all of this. Um, no, that's no... <laughs> That's not against anyone. I know. <laughs> oh, they're gonna be like, she's a heathen now. She left the church and <laughs> doesn't oh, no. do ministry. She's a no. heathen. But um, I have decided to listen more mm-hmm. and to also let them ask questions and mm. not just give like the perfect cookie cutter answer because mm. I can do that. Like I'm, yeah. I'm also really good at crafting things, but just Me like too. being able to stumble, being able to not have an answer. Um, being mm. able to sit there and be like, I don't, this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to share this with you, but I will. Or even sometimes like not, I think I got in a place where I was like, I just want someone to ask me. Like, I'm always really good at asking. Yeah. And I was like, or I could just offer it up. And that's, that's the good. harder part, right? That, that was but just kind of like, got me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like I could just offer it. Like what the heck? So I, I remember, again, like, another friend was going on a walk. I had asked her so many things, relationship, whatever. Like, I knew all this stuff. And then we were, like, wrapping up, stretching, going to our cars. And I was like, hey, by the way, like, this hard thing is going on in my life. Mm. You know? And, like, I didn't I didn't know how I was going to respond to it. I was like, today it bothers me. Like, you know, mm. it was like a family thing. And... I, I, I teared up and usually I'm good. Like, you're not going to see me cry. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're not going to know what's wrong with me, whatever. But mm-hmm. I just, in that moment was like, she trusted me enough to do all of this. Why wouldn't I do the same? Mm. So I offered it up and it was like, great. And then it was like a touch point from then on That's out. That's cool. And yeah, I've just had to learn to do that in other mm. places because if I can't do that in my, um, friendships I can't do that in relationships yeah men yeah 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 so that's first of all that was kind of convicting because I definitely am that person who's like you can ask me something 
now? Huh? You know? Or is is right. it two-sided? But mm-hmm. I think it's like, I think at the root of it, I have a deep fear of like, do they care? Like, do they want to know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I have to work through. But I have a couple of people that definitely ask and we've like worked out the kinks yeah. of those dynamics. But sometimes they're like, dude, you just have to share. Like, you just have share. to, you got to show up. So... Thank you, Brene Brown, for all yeah. the... <laughs> Come on. Any of her content is so good. Any of it. Um, yeah. So uh, when I first reached out to Derica, she's passionate about a lot of things, I think. on her. In- <laughs> well, first of all, I got on her Instagram and I was like, this girl's cool. And she's like spicy online a little bit. Very much so. <laughs> and one of the things I've actually really wanted to bring on the podcast is the topic of singleness. And... And relationships. Um, mm-hmm. But I think relationships get a lot of podcast rep. Um, but <laughs> like healthy conversations around singleness don't as much, I think. And singleness meaning like singleness slash dating kind of mm-hmm. a thing. Um, Just like I'm not married. I'm not in right. a committed right. partnership with someone. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think like... I don't know. I don't know why, but I have a lot of, I, one of the things I communicated to you, I think over um, email or something was like, I receive so much from my single people in my life. Like so much lessons, That's huge time, um, perspective. Like mm-hmm. I learned so much and I just want to like dig into this conversation a little bit because I want to hear like the single experience. Um, I don't know. And just like dig into it a little bit. So I don't know. I think they're a huge part of the church. And I think sometimes we miss and we can look over um, singles. (laughs) You're you're giving me (laughs) eyes. And so, yeah, I just, I want to hear your thoughts. Like what comes to mind when, when we kind of bring that up? You know, it's funny. I was telling someone I was doing this this week and we were talking about it and I think I got fired up and I'm glad I didn't write down what I said. <laughs> um, I wasn't fired up at you. Just oh, like, okay. here we go. Having another conversation about singleness. Mm. Right. And I'm glad that you said healthy. I think it will be healthy, at mm-hmm. least for you and I. I don't know how other people will go about this. Mm. And um It just sucks that we have to have these conversations because it's like, we're not any different than other people. And like, it somewhat feels like a little bit of a disease. Sometimes Mm. like, oh, single, or like everyone realizes you're single when you're in the church or whatever. But like living in LA, whatever, no one cares. No one cares. Because you're just doing your life. You know what I mean? But it's like, oh, like, Oh, you want to be in a community group? Well, here's the community group for singles. Oh, you want to be in a Bible study? Well, here's like other singles mm. in a Bible study. Oh, wait, you're a single over what age? Um, oh, Oof. like I'm having, you know, my friend's birthday party, like a kid's birthday party. And like these other couples and their kids or whatever. Like it's just interesting how mm. much like you are reminded of your singleness mm. when certain things come up, right? It's almost like your weight. Like you're reminded yeah. that you're not 
a skinny mini when this, yeah. this, and this happens. Yeah. And so I'm excited to talk about this. I'm excited to dive in and give a perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also am ticked that like it still has to be a thing. Yeah. Um, because it's not that big of an issue. Now, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's not that big of an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I'm comfortable Mm-hmm. with where I am. And I've also gotten to see a lot of mm. marriages um, happen and take place and yeah. learn from those and be like, why am I rushing to that? Like, Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know. I do not know about that. <laughs> um, and my parents are divorced. So, like, also mm-hmm. thinking about that, like, parents are divorced, remarried or whatever. But still, mm-hmm. like, what am I rushing to? And then, okay, I hit marriage. And then what? Now then there's what? something else, like, you know, then yeah. what? So hit me, Elise. What are we talking about? Because yes. you see I'm fired up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think like, um, I think one question that would be good is, I mean, I don't have like, I don't really have a ton of specific questions, but I think one thing I would be curious here, just even after hearing that is like, what big issues do you see in experience? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in the church, maybe even outside the church, because I yeah, I don't know. Just what, which big issues you do you see and experience? Yeah, so I will say this. If you find a church or you find a group of friends that care for you well in your single life, like be really grateful for that. I am very fortunate. I have a group of girls mm. that have never <clears throat> left me out. Um, there's never been a thing about my singleness There have been different points in that friendship that others were single or Mm. dating or whatever, like, you know. Um, And so I'm very grateful for those girls that have been just rocks in that and can can express, like, I remember when I was single and, like, how, yeah, that can be a thing. Mm. And, like, for me to ask them questions as much as they might want to ask me questions. Mm. So I'm really grateful for that. Now, where I have seen it be really hard is being in a church. And again, like I said, when it comes to like, what are the community groups Mm -hmm. Um, and how we separate that out, right? Like, Mm. oh, well, sometimes it's by where you live in the neighborhood or it is like, oh, how old are you? Oh, and then like, what is your marital status? Yeah. You know, Um, I think that can be really hard. Or when there are specific messages preach from the pulpit um, Mm. that are like aimed at single people. Like you got Mm. a whole bunch of married people in here and usually your pastor or whoever is married. Is married. Yeah. They're married. And then they want to tell you, okay, like this is for the singles and like what love is and like do these whole series on all of that, which is like, I understand. I, I know that it's supposed to be preparing my heart and like late. And I think it's harder as a female. Interesting. That's a single. Okay. You know, because there's more messages of like ladies, like protect this and do this and like <laughs> da, 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 da. And like getting a mentor of a like married woman or something like that. And I'm like, okay, fine. But what are you saying to our male counterparts? You Mm. know what I mean? Like, and everyone wants to bring up the Proverbs 31 woman and all of that. But I'm like, oh gosh, what are we talking about for the guys? Like, you know what I mean? Like, where is the scripture on that? And so 
Um, I should have done my research more if I wasn't so tired <laughs> and just <laughs> really okay. got in the Bible and was like, Ugh, and this yeah. and this. Um, and that's not for me to bash. Like, I'm not trying to bash that, but I'm just saying like, it's really hard when it feels like the messages are really pointed and yeah. more to the single females. Yeah. And there's, there's other context that is not taken out. Now, like, yeah. you want to have a well-rounded scripture or like message to the singles in the church I think it would be great if you had stuff that like hey like women this is a hard thing or whatever or men or singles Mm -hmm. these are hard things but like here's here's this or let's also talk about culture and let's talk about um like race as it relates to your singleness yeah let's talk about it it, from the context of like sexuality and all of that because I, I think we leave part of that out in the church um it's like so a status it it's really like a hard. status thing only. It's like Yes. I think that's what I've observed and and I've also had I mean, I'm married so I can't share this from a single perspective right now, but I've had like interactions again like I told you where I receive so much from my single friends. Like they they are so beneficial to me. And mm-hmm. I hope it's like reciprocated in some capacity. But I think like what makes me, what I've learned as I've grown a little bit is like there's so much more separation than there should be in life Mm -hmm. things. Like why are we separate? Even by like age and um, like there should be more access to, hey, we're just all humans trying to figure this out and like grow together. And it kind of gets separated into these like factions of, okay, we're now going to have a whole message for you. And we can't actually hear your perspective. Like, it makes me so, so sad when my single friends are hesitant to speak into a situation I'm dealing with that has to do with my marriage. Right. Because they're single. I'm like, no, please tell me. Like, you know Mm -hmm. when I'm being a crazy bee. Like, you know that. And you know what it's like. (laughs) And you, like, you've experienced that. So, you know, yeah, and it feels like a lot of everyone else gets to speak to me, but maybe yeah. I don't get to speak back because, oh, well, you're not married. Oh, oh well, gosh. you've never had kids. Oh, well, like this or right. And and I'm just like, oh, OK. So mm-hmm. but you're no longer single. So you still want to talk to me because mm-hmm. times have changed. Oh, so you like you you do have kids. So da 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 da. Like, you know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. again, not bashing, haven't experienced that a lot. But I have noticed it or even just looking at the things that get shared on social media is these sound bites from Mm. people from a pulpit that whatever. And and it always feels like, can I not just be single? Mm. Can I not just be happy single? And And enjoy it? Yeah. Because maybe I'm not made to be married. And I get it. Like, I think there's a fear. um, Mm. Well, that like we have to talk about the things you should do or not do in your singleness in the church. Uh, I won't even get into secular because that's that's very (laughs) different. But right now is like these are the things you should be doing. But if you want to do these other things like sex, yeah, then then you got to get married and like yeah or whatever. And it's like 
man, like, is that the only reason I'm getting married? Yeah. Is that, the, like, is that it? Why, like, is that it? Like, is that, or, pu- or, like, is that purity in my heart? <laughs> yeah. It's like, Towards. oh, you can't just enjoy singleness. You can't just enjoy yeah. dating someone. Um, mm. Maybe I wasn't made to be married. <clears throat> maybe that's I wasn't. a question to and, dig into. And, and that is, that's the thing is like, I'm trying to realize that as a single lady that mm-hmm. is like, do I want to, why, why did I want to be married for yeah. so long? And as part of it is I grew up in the South. Uh, I grew up in the South with church. Yeah. <laughs> and I grew up where like, I went to these <clears throat> groups in college uh, that was like, sex is only good in marriage and all of that. And it was just like, oh, mm. so, okay. I really do have to be married. I have to like, there's this, yeah. like just being and beating of that. Um, and now I'm just re-examining of like, wait, Lord, what do you say in this? Like, right. Maybe I'm not supposed to be married because if I'm married, dang, <laughs> I got a lot of other stuff to learn. And I don't know if I want to learn that, if I'm yeah. ready to learn that. I got a lot of other stuff that I might have to give up. Yeah. And um, to die to myself daily already Mm-hmm. It's hard enough, but to die to myself daily, not just because of the Lord, but because I have a partner that I need to do this life with and like wake up next to every day yeah. and share bills with and not be so selfish. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know if it's all that's hard cut out to be. That yeah. Is hard. Yeah. Whereas I can go on some dates and have fun and look cute and get a free meal or whatever and go home and be like, that was great. Yeah, I feel no, great about myself. Humility. Anyways, back to Bye. back to my agenda. <laughs> exactly. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I think that's something that like I have been, <clears throat> excuse me, like kind of convicted of and changed my perspective on a lot. Just like honestly, in having friends that are single and receiving so much from them, and just like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like wanting almost like re- like wanting to elevate them and their voice. Um, which shouldn't have to be. We've already kind of talked about that. But it's just this like concept of this idolization of marriage. And I obviously am married. So it's like, I super appreciate this gift. I see it as a huge gift. Yeah. Boom, period. And not but, and like the Bible talks about marriage some, not that much, not that much. Like it's a picture of Christ in the church. It talks way more about how to engage with like the people around us, like how to die to self wherever you're at, whatever age you're at, whatever like capacity you're at. And so I think, and I got married really young too. And a lot of it was that mindset of like, well, this is what I th- I know to be good. And so I'm just going to like do it and it's worked out. And we've had uh, some huge challenges, huge wins, all the whole nine yards But I really believe that the Lord like kind of let me walk through that so young. So I would stop freaking idolizing it. Like I got married and I was like, oh, okay. So anyways, back to like the great commission, basically like (laughs) back to what really matters. Like I'm not, this is good. And we're like on this journey together, but it's like, okay. You know? What is the main goal? Because yeah. if it's to have double laundry that's going to sit <laughs> double the time, no. If it's going to be more dishes and like now someone that doesn't know my system of how I want this done, 
please. Yes. I'll just like, no. <laughs> yes. No. But that's the thing is like, I need people to view singleness as not this curse or that I'm just like trying mm. to ascend to something else and that um, I haven't made it yet because that's not it. And yeah. like, it is a gift. I think marriage is a gift, but I need people to appreciate singleness more as mm-hmm. a gift as well because it is it's like the things that I've learned and gotten to figure out if I would have married the guy in college that I thought was my mm. world jeez oh, mm. like, probably yeah. would be divorced like honestly probably would be divorced or some or having like lots of issues and then if yeah. kids came into that even more issues um if I didn't learn certain things I would not be in LA I'll tell mm-hmm. you that like it, it probably would have been harder to get here yeah um if I wouldn't have just like sat with the Lord and was like, what are you, what do you need me to do Mm. right now? Right. Um, if I hadn't have like just taken the moments and the beats and the pauses, like I couldn't appreciate the singleness and, and to learn like what intimacy is and what does it really mean to like be sing mm. single, not single less, like single mm. full, like you know, like yeah, how that's am I good. full of life and all of these different areas enrich so that when the Lord, if Lord willing, decides to bring a partner into that, then like mm. we get to conquer together, we get to love together, we get to like go do those things mm-hmm. together. Um, and be gap fillers for each other, but still not saying like, you're my everything. I have to be your everything. Like, babe, can't do it. Like, we literally got to go to the Lord on this. And I've just gotten to do that more as a single person of like, Lord, help me. Because I don't ever want to be to the point where I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. Like, I can't do it. Oh, but I have a husband now. Like, you can do it. Like, you know what I mean? Well, and I think a lot of people- be taught that. To mm-hmm. other people, like teaching that to other singles of like, oh, now that I'm married and da 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 da, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Man, what a great conversation with Derica. And there's more. This is only part one. So thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for part two to be released. So glad you were here. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.